Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 176. Your horrible readings and coaching sessions are gold. In this episode, we're going to dive into exactly that, the bad readings that you've had over the years. And we're going to give personal experiences of what we went through and the patterns that we recognize of why they even happen. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> welcome back. We're so happy that you're here. Um, we are excited because we are getting ready and preparing for our road trip coming up, our summer trip, and... We're excited to dive into this episode. So yes, this the is an anticipation one. of leaving for summer, for our <laughs> summer trip, is making me so excited. Like I, I'm jumping out of my skin the last couple <laughs> of weeks. So we have like three or four weeks until we leave when we yeah. start to head, and it's our time to where we're recreating, like recreational mm-hmm. activities. It's for recreating yourself. And I feel like at the end of the summer, every summer we look back and we're like. Has it been like three years over the summer and we feel like new people? It's our reset. I'm excited to reset, recreate, connect. Mm -hmm. So this episode is all about the topic that maybe you don't like talking about. And that's if for some reason you feel like you have a, a, putting in quotes, bad reading or a bad coaching session. So if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, you know that there's moments where you feel like you're on a high from a reading that you've just done or a session that you've just done with a client. And then there's other moments where you're like, oh, I could have done better or it could have been a better experience. So we're gonna get into that and really talk about how there's always gold in these moments. Exactly, and always with the context of that you're a powerful psychic medium or you're a powerful healer Mm -hmm. and you have a bad reading with a client or all that, right? Because there's a lot of well, not a lot, but there's psychic mediums out there, there's healers out there, there's coaches out there that are just doing it for the wrong reasons and they're not good at what they do. So when they yeah, when they have no, a when they have a bad session, it's probably because well, of that, right? They're, if not, they're skilled. not doing things in integrity. It's not an integrity, it's not a, we're not talking about that. We're talking about more the person who's a powerful psychic medium who has integrity, who's doing a lot of good in the world, right? That exactly. Kind of person. Yeah. And it, well, this is one thing we're going to talk about this together, but of course you listening thinking about this a lot of the times when you are that person that that's putting in the work and the development in coaching or mediumship sessions intuitive healing sessions you might think that something's going worse than it actually is so that's a that's a big thing too mm-hmm. is you might have this pressure that you put on yourself that you want everything to be perfect it's never going to be perfect but that could be another side to it too Exactly. So. Perfect example. I go to your platform mediumship events and I'll watch you kill it for like an hour and a half straight. That's a bad word to use with that, but <laughs> I'll watch you dominate for like an hour and a half straight. Like you'll do, you'll do awesome. And then afterwards you don't, you don't do it as much anymore. You'll find like the few things where maybe you weren't perfect and maybe like you did something <laughs> and you notice that. And like, sometimes we like, I even do this too, right? I do this too. So where it's like, we have this awesome session. And our mind, our human mind, will make us focus on the one thing we did wrong. It's true. And that's what you're talking it's, about there. That's what it is. So that can come up. I've corrected a lot of it, but yeah. of course there's awareness there when it comes up. And I catch myself 
but I used to do that all the time. And it was draining. Yeah. It was completely And we're not talking about that either, right? Because that's a great session. Those are sessions where <laughs> yeah. you had a great session and you're just finding... We're talking about the sessions where it's like, like sometimes you have to like end it early. Sometimes <laughs> right. the person at the end of it, they're like, they feel like they lost money or they feel like they're not getting the value out of it. That kind of session is what we're talking about, right? Pretty exactly. much. Exactly. There's because we've worked with hundreds of psychic mediums and healers. So we've heard the stories. We've experienced our mm -hmm. own experiences too. So we're just kind of gathering all this that we've kind of found together and kind of put it on the table and share like what actually is going on behind the scenes. So, exactly. So I want to talk about something that I've noticed, like a pattern that could come up. Now, when I say pattern, I could count to my fingers how many times this has actually happened. It, it hardly happens, but when it does, it sticks out to me. So I've had clients come to me and I would say, what do you think, like five or six times since I've been doing readings this has happened? Because I... I might yeah, I would say like, yeah, if you like once a year at the most okay. or something like that. Yeah. So sometimes people... So about five or six or so, seven at the most. Yeah, literally. and one of the things that has happened is like someone will come to me, they'll either be given a gift certificate or someone will tell them like, oh, I just got the best reading, go and get your reading. They'll come to me and they want the same exact experience as the person that already came to me had, okay? So it could be like two sisters getting separate readings. Like one sister goes first and the sister says, go get a reading with her. They come to me, they already know the experience their sister had and they compare everything to their sister's experience and saying, well, this person came through for her, this person came through and she was crying and I just, I feel like I'm not feeling anything. And it's like, like a wall is put up and they don't have the same experience because they're comparing a previous situation from someone else having that experience. Yeah, they're comparing it and they're assuming <clears throat> that it's because you did something wrong as a medium this time around. Right. They're not even thinking about themselves and how they are present in it. They're the factor here. Yeah, right? well, there's, and it goes two ways. Like we were talking about earlier, like there's always two sides to the reading. It's not just the medium giving the reading. It's a person on the other end opening up their heart to receive and not being resistant. Like, eh, I don't know if that makes sense. Well, I guess she had a red Mustang, but I mean, who doesn't? You know, like those kind of comments. When I hear those, that kind of language, like, well, who doesn't work a full-time job or, or who doesn't have a red Mustang? You know, something specific. Um, I know that language, I stop it in its track. So like when I'm feeling like, oh gosh, my heart's shutting down. When, when someone does something like that, I know that I have to vocalize it and call it out and say, wait, I want to stop right here before I go on with the reading and ask you, are you feeling skeptical right now? Or are you, how are you feeling about the reading? And that's when the conversation will come up. Well, I, I already was a little skeptical before I came in, or I'm just, I'm just feeling disappointed because I just wanted this information to come forward from my loved one. You know, they have a narrative of what, how they want it to go before they even go and receive. And then sometimes you could sense that they're not open right when they walk in, yeah. right? And that's when you could call it out right away too, right? Before exactly. it even starts. Yeah, and I've had situations where I thought someone wasn't open. It was, it was a person I'm thinking in particular, and I'm like, I just wanna find out, like, are you skeptical? And she's like, actually, I feel so sick because I'm so nervous. Yeah. Like my stomach was hurting before I even got here. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. 
let's take a deep breath. And the moment she said it, all of a sudden it her nerves, it released attention. Her nerves, like just, she was able to relax and receive. And I felt like I could actually get in there and give a reading rather than feeling like I was pushing up against a wall. Ooh, so how powerful is that to call it out? Because look, if you didn't say nothing, you would assume the whole time that it was because she oh, wasn't yeah. open. How many times, let's think about that, all the mediums or coaches, listen, how many times have you done a reading or a session <clears throat> and you assumed, yeah. without saying anything, without calling it out, you just assumed that they weren't open. Like yeah. go back have and reflect in the last year, the last several years, Think about how many of those people were actually, it wasn't that, they were just nervous because they're doing this thing that the average human will never do, right? They're open to talking to their past loved one. Most people right. are not gonna do that, that's vulnerable. Yeah. So of course they're gonna be scared, so it's knowing your client, right? You know that these people are coming here vulnerable, they're, you know, some of them are a little skeptical, some of them are like, what is going on here? So it's like you gotta take all that in consideration, right? Right, and it's when you just said that, it made me think like, we're so used to doing all these coach, you're doing coaching sessions, I'm doing the readings. It's so normal it's like to us. Second, yeah. second nature doing it. It's like next. Yeah, well. <laughs> well no, yeah, seriously, no, I mean, it, it's second nature. Well, that's how it is. It's just yeah, like, it's like you're working at if you're working at a fast food place, you're like, you're going, you go through the process so right. much, you're like, and you're, it's just what you do. And you're open to see that, you wanna see the healing, so, when you're feeling that resistance, like the other person isn't ready, you're like, oh, whoa, okay. I haven't got this in a while. And then you have to kind of prepare your mind to think, okay, we're doing this every day or every week and we're used to doing it a certain way and we feel comfortable doing it because mm -hmm. it's natural for us, but the person coming in is not always mm, Here's it. another question. How many times, <clears throat> and this is for everybody listening too, have you, went into a reading or a coaching session to where maybe that day, that week, you weren't feeling as confident you usually do. You're feeling mm -hmm. like imposter, you're already feeling kind of lower confidence and you go there and then that bad reading confirms it, right? That's why we always talk oh, about yeah. mindset and taking care of yourself because that could happen a lot, right? Like oh, if you're definitely. showing up to these coaching sessions or these readings and you're not taking care of yourself, your mental health and all that, it's so easy for you to be attacked, I guess you could call it, like attacked That's or true. like, like, um, you know, you're vulnerable. Like yeah. to where all of a sudden a bad reading can make it some, oh, see, I am a bad, I'm not, I'm not a good medium, even though it's not true, right? Right, well, and naturally when you're feeling confident, your energy, like when people walk into a room and, and you feel their confidence, like if you are a feeler, they walk in a certain way, you know, you could feel their energy. It might feel loving, there might be, you know, a, a confidence with their, the way that they walk, whatever it may be. But when you're not feeling confident, it's almost like you shrink, like your energy shrinks, your aura goes in. And that isn't beneficial when you're doing a reading. And that's why, or a coaching session, because when you're doing a coaching session, you're opening up, you personally, I know you, mm -hmm. you open up intuitively, like on yeah. a whole new level. It's so very it's like similar you, to giving a reading. Yeah, you, yeah. You, your energy rises to the occasion. So if you're already going in there feeling not confident, it is gonna show up in the reading and it is gonna feel kind of wishy-washy, like, well, I think this is the information. I think your dad's here, you know? Yeah. And it just, the client picks up on that and it just could yeah. steer in a no, whole nother direction. So it's so important to know your energy before you even do a session. Exactly. Because when the, these things will happen, like they're not, like you said, they've only happened a handful of times. Yeah. The more confident in your energy, you're just not gonna draw these kind of people to you. So you'll, exactly. sometimes like if it's happening to you a lot often, 
you know, check in with yourself, check yeah. in with your own energy, your confidence. Like, do you believe in what you're doing? And if you don't, just just keep going through the process of, uh, you know, developing your skill and the practice. Because mm -hmm. over time, you will get more confident, and those people will stop showing up yeah. as much. Here's what I realized: a hundred percent of the time that I'm on the phone or on a call, Zoom call with a psychic medium or a healer, and they had a bad session, yeah, it was for two reasons. It was either because of what we've already talked about that the the sitter just, you know, after after we analyze it and all that, they weren't open. Like yeah. it was like prying teeth. The sitter needs to be open, right? It goes two ways. It was that or it was just they were nit they really had a good reading and a good session yeah. and they were just focused on the wrong things. And then of course You mean the mediums were focused Yeah, the medium on, yeah. or the coach was just focused on like the few things they did where they felt like they weren't. Right. Good. And then of course, every once in a while you're human. You might have a bad reading. That's okay. If that does happen to where you have a bad reading, like or, or you seems bad to you, mm -hmm. like know that know that you're a great medium. Look back at your testimonials, like do the same stuff exactly. you should do every day. Like be very clear on who you are. And continue to do your work because the law of averages you're not gonna keep giving bad readings and I don't even I don't know I how many bad readings do you think you've given where they were actually bad in the last seven or eight years not I think it's a perfect not, not many, many if but any at all I, but I was like a perfectionist about readings like yeah. I want to make sure I get this and it kind of took over my energy where I would think about it after yeah but that's what I would consider like I would say like a bad moment for myself. Like they were satisfied the reading, but I wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. So and this is all relative too, right? Bad reading. It's like that's gonna mean something different to this person than to you. Right. Than to me. But let me tell you another thing that I've noticed recently, more recently too, which has come up. I've because you know how I give the majority of my readings are on the phone. Like unless they're out of the country, we'll go on Zoom. But other than that, they're on the phone and then one day out of the week I'll do it readings in person in Tampa but I started to notice something that people that they responded a certain way like they're like oh I guess that makes sense or it would take that it would have been like a little bit of a delay like I wasn't feeling like their energy was matching with the flow of information I'm like wait let me just stop right here because I was thinking they were skeptical but then I started to recognize that there was a pattern those people that I was picking up on and I'm like can I ask, are you writing right now? And they're like, yes, I am. I'm taking notes. And I'm like, okay, oh. put your pen down. I know you want to take notes, but put your pen down for right now because what's happening is, is I can feel that you're in your analytical brain and you're not in your heart space. Yeah. Like you can't feel your loved one coming through right now. So it's going to be a totally different experience for you where they would have major healing breakthroughs if they could feel the presence of their loved one standing in the energy of, of both of us in our space, like in my space and their space. And when they're writing things down, they're in their brain. Mm -hmm. They're they're in their analytical, let me, let me just take notes so I don't forget this. That's like a different kind of energy for healing, for a reading. So when I notice that shift, I'm like, can I ask, are you writing things down right now? And they literally like 96% of the time, they are writing it down. So I usually say, wait till the end and then write it down. 
It makes sense because this so, is a transformational experience. Exactly. It's not informational. No. There's information, and that's why you said at the end you could write it down. Right. But it's just like my coaching sessions mm -hmm. or our, even I feel like our retreats. Mm. You're going to learn some information and all that, but they're transformational experiences, meaning if you're in your head, you're going to miss it. You are. You're going to miss most of it. So you have to get in your heart. And one of the key signs, and I do it on my coaching sessions, is you call it out. You yeah. call out everything. Like yeah. I'm saying, like if I feel like I'm prying teeth, I'm like, wait a second. All right, close your eyes, take a deep breath. Let's get in your heart. Let's get centered because, like you said, I could feel when they're in their brain. I could yeah. feel when they're resistance. And even in a coaching session, like I need the other person to show up as powerfully as I am. I'm here, a thousand percent present, and I'm bringing your presence all the way here too. And if it's not here, mm -hmm. if you're somewhere else, I'm gonna feel that. Yeah, you have to and I have to it. call it out. And I think that's a key for all these people listening, right? Is like, call it out. Like, yeah, don't be afraid. Use your instinct. Use your body as a tool. If your body's feeling closed off, your client's body's probably closed off. If your right. body's feeling whatever it is, check in with it, and then ask them about it. Call it out. And then, yeah. like you said, I hear, I realize every single time when you call something out the tension leaves right it's away. It's gone. It's like you just call the elephant out in the room. And and I've said to those few people that I've had this experience with, like, I just want to ask you, before I go further, I want to ask, are you, do you want to end the reading? I don't mind editing, ending the reading right now, and I'll refund you, and you can go do your research and find someone that, you know, you feel drawn to. Like, that doesn't offend me, but I don't want them to get a reading that doesn't feel like a quality reading. I don't want to give a reading that I feel like I'm walking through glue with and I don't want them to be disappointed. So I'll say it in that moment with those few people that I felt and literally they usually say, like those people that I'm talking about, the, the small handful, they'll say, no, 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 I want to go further. Like I, and then they'll say like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like I've been like really having a tough time and I just feel like I'm just really having a tough time and all of a sudden they burst out crying. And and I am like, that's interesting. It's almost like they needed that release to know that they were putting up the wall if that was coming forward, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's important. You said, you say to your clients, like, okay, let's just take a deep breath. I know you start your sessions off with that too, just to get them centered. And for me, if I notice that they do have a wall up, I'll say, okay, I know you're not trying to do this, but I want you to take a moment to think of something that makes you happy. Maybe it's puppies, maybe it's babies, and just close your eyes and think about that thing right now, you know, and just just to get them loosened up and just get their mind off of the pressure of the reading. Exactly. Because it can be nerve-wracking to get a, a reading, you know, you kind of forget about that or, or a coaching session. Yeah, because the, because the sitter is coming to the psychic medium or coming to the coach and the coach and the psychic medium is going to the sitter yeah. or the client. And what's happening is sometimes we get lost, even us as coaches or psychic mediums, we think that we're the magicians. Right. We think that we're, it's like, no, the other person is too. Yeah. Right? The person that's showing up, they're actually the powerhouse also. They're yeah, actually the synergy, magician. The triangle. So it's like it's both. It's not one, it's like and the medium. Yeah, it's and not like oh, I'm coming to you because you have all the answers, because you are on a another plane. Yeah. It's like no, we're both there and we both gotta get there. It's like you're not you're not just sitting there and getting a haircut. Like you gotta you gotta really show up yourself too, that's right? True. It's a it's interactive it is and it's that's that's how it works right it doesn't work it's masterminding it doesn't yeah. work unless two or more people are in harmony with each other and when when they're in harmony with each other another mind starts to come over and that's <clears> spirit <throat> yes 
and this is the conversation i don't know if you remember this but i had this realization like i i don't know if it was five months ago you might not remember it or not but i started to realize you know how sometimes you can lose your train of thought when you're talking what i recognize is if you're talking to someone that's not really present and really listening to you just say they're scrolling through their phone they're like yeah i'm listening i'm listening if you don't feel that link to that person like they're not holding space either like they're not receiving the the information it is a weak link for you yeah. so you start to lose your train of thought and you can't even think that's why it's so powerful when you have someone you're speaking to that's present that's fully giving the attention sometimes they don't even have to say anything they could just sit there and give you their presence like during your coaching sessions or during a good conversation with a friend sometimes you could leave with a friend like oh my god that was like the best day ever and they didn't do much talking but they held that space of listening it's the link it's the same thing with a reading so it's something to think about that's why presence is so important when it's with friendships um you know business relationships and you know the clients I, I've had friends in the past where they're on their phone when we're out to dinner and I'm saying friends, one friend in particular, and I didn't feel like I was being heard and it was frustrating and I couldn't think clearly, you know, my thoughts were stumbling. Then it shows up for me too because that's something that I've done in the past. You know what I mean? So it's something to think about when you're working with clients and friendships and relationships. Yeah, too. and thinking about like, who's your ideal client? like. So it's somebody that's open. Exactly. When they show up to me, they open. And that doesn't even mean it needs to be true in this person's life. Like maybe there's someone that's closed off all the time, but when they show up in front of you, they open right. up because that's who your ideal client is. And you're creating these people, whether they're like that when, before they come to you or yeah. not. So you're getting very clear when people come around me, they open up. Exactly. Right? And I draw to me people that are already open as well. Yeah. And you hold the you hold the space for them and then they also rise to the occasion with their energy too there's another topic there's something that i want to bring up that i've thought about this year specifically because i was having a conversation at the retreat i don't know if you were in the room at this point of the conversation but it was about recording readings and in the past i used to let people to record the readings and i was fine with it recently i've when you use the word transformation versus information it's something that i've thought of when it comes to readings recordings because i think back to moments where i've recorded readings like i've received a reading i remember receiving a reading from this angel lady years ago like my mom connected to her through someone else and she was giving our family readings and friends and she gave me a cd with the reading now during the reading i felt the energy of the reading i felt like it was powerful like i was sitting there and i was so open and i was receiving i can't tell you what she said i don't remember but i remember after the reading i went to listen to the cd and i'm like that's all she said like okay what was in there that i love so much and it was like the magic of the reading, that transformation, that presence that took place in the reading with the angels, her and me, it didn't feel the same when I listened to the recording. So I kind of changed the outcome of what I felt from before for a moment. And I thought about that even with recording readings for my clients now. I don't want them to record the reading because if they go and show their friend or their family member a reading, listen, grandma came through and this is what she said and they're 
person listened to the reading, but they weren't there for the presence of spirit in the moment, they're not going to feel the same. It's, it's not, not going to be the same. It's it's it just doesn't. It's it's not the same energy no matter what you do. It's like taking a video or a vlog of your vacation and it's going back to your friend. Hey, look at this. Right. They're going to see it, but they're not going to yeah, even be close to experiencing it, what you experienced there. Right. And you can feel like the energy of something. You can feel and, it. Like even like when I do. But it's I still do, not the same. Like my platform events. Yeah. Like when I had a video guy go and record the event. Some video people are very good at capturing the facial expressions and the, the energy. And when people watch the video, they're like, I have goosebumps. I feel transformed. But they could never get exactly what it's yeah. like to be in the room. Yeah. So I'm going against maybe what 90% of mediums or clients want or, you know, with recording the reading, but I don't allow recordings anymore because of that. That's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons. But I feel like it's important to think about, like, if you are a psychic medium, like, are you doing this for your client? Are you doing it for you? Like, why are you recording? Do you want to do that? You know? So I have clips of my um, mediumship events, but when it comes to private readings, I feel like you need to, be, it's a transformational experience. You need to be there for it. Mm -hmm. it yeah. It's a moment thing. Now, if, if one of your students, who's That's a medium different. too, watching it, yeah, she's learning, they're learning, and you could get a lot they're of value from it. The reading. But That's I get different. it. But the person, like I say, like I go get a reading, and I sort of get in my head analytically as I'm watching and or listening. And you switch it like you did, and you start to. And that's why I don't like my clients to record our coaching sessions. And then either, you overanalyze because they're transformational. The yeah, and it's like what you need to get is in you already. Mm. It's already in you. Just trust that. Yeah. Trust that you're in a new space now. There's nothing else you need to go back and get. Anything you need to remember, you will remember. It too. will come up again, or yeah. you'll remember. It will be triggered inside of you. I'm all about like I have taken notes on readings, like when I've done practice readings with other mediums. I'll take notes and I'll go back and read them. And I'll read them so from the brain, like I won't even, it, it's just like I'm reading notes like it's like a detective's working, yeah. you know, it's like a different type of feeling. But I feel like it's valuable, I like to read it, but the recordings, I really, that's how I feel about it right now. Next year it might change, yeah. but that's what I feel. Well, and if the, if the average person could take that recording and use it in a powerful way to where they're not overanalyzing it, but yes. like us, we're all human, so it's like... Our human self starts to take over and that that's right. what it is too I, yeah yeah but but i will say like i'm going to be sharing something most likely today of an old platform event like i already planned on doing that and it's something like you might be able to feel it but you're not going to be able to feel it like you were in the room yeah and that's different that's powerful. or you're the There's one a lot that's of receiving value in the reading yeah. when you're receiving the reading that's a whole nother story so it's something to think about. Well, it reminded me like whenever you said you listened to your reading afterwards. Well, yeah. when you were in the reading, you were open. You were in it. You were open. When you I watched was... reading, you were probably shut off. It sounded like, and then probably in your head more. Yeah. At least. And then I start. You start so you're to watching second it from your guess, head. Like, oh, maybe she meant this. But yeah. when you're hearing information from a coaching session, you're hearing the words, but you're having the energetic experience and shift that's taking place in the yeah. body at the same time. That's what makes it a transformational experience. So, something to think about. So, just knowing, guys, listening to this podcast episode, think about, like, is it truly a bad reading? Or is it a lesson for me if I'm the medium? Or is it a lesson for me if I'm the client? Like, maybe I need to show up a little bit more open. Or maybe I just had a bad day, you know? But there's so many ways that it's not to shame yourself. It's to 
reflect and become aware of this. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.